0: the Radiant Entrepreneur podcast. Hello, Radiant listeners. I'm Diana Lynch, your host, and I'm so excited to be here because this is episode number seven and lucky number seven, you know, it's going to be a good one. And I'm really excited because I actually got to interview my coach. Her name is Danny Kinney. She is an international business strategist dedicated to helping moms in business make more money, make a bigger impact, and spend more time with their family. And I can tell you firsthand that she is amazing, and she's just had such a huge impact on my life, and I am so, so grateful to know her and honored to be able to interview her for this podcast. So I hope you can, you know, sit back, relax and enjoy it. And I think I had a cold when we were recording this. So I apologize if my voice sounds a little funky, um, in the interview, but you know, the show must go on. You have to record whenever, whether you are feeling a hundred percent or not, but man, just the energy that we bring, um, when we're together is just, I love it. So I'm really excited to share this with you all and I hope you enjoy it. So please sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Danny, thank you so much for being here. I'm so happy to get to interview you. This is like a whole different world for me um, because usually I'm working with you as a client and so it's kind of fun to be almost on the other side to actually get to interview you. So thank you so much for being here.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me. I've been so excited for you and being with you on your journey over this last, you know, over a year, almost a year and a half. And this podcast I think has been a long time coming. So when you asked me to be a part of it, I was so honored and I'm really excited. So thank you for this opportunity.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much. Um so I'm just gonna dive in then and get started. So what made you decide to become an entrepreneur?
1: Yeah. So I love this question because you may have heard me say it before, but um, I call myself an accidental entrepreneur. And what I mean by that is I have really successful entrepreneur friends who were like, basically, I came out of the womb as an entrepreneur, like I had my first lemonade stand when I was five. And, and I was like, you know, doing all this stuff, like they had like 10 businesses by the time they were 20. And I was like, uh intimidated to be an entrepreneur, because I never actually felt a call to be an entrepreneur, up until four years ago, when I became a mom. So it was becoming a mom that made me realize that, the freedom and flexibility and kind of financial future that I wanted. um, I wasn't going to get at the job that I was at. And I likely wasn't going to get at a lot of other jobs and that I was going to have to take take it into my own hands. And entrepreneurship for me, as it is for a lot of moms, was the answer. So that was ultimately what called me to entrepreneurship.
0: That's so interesting that for so many of us, that is the reason why be- we became an entrepreneur it was just that huge life changing event of becoming a mom was like, I don't know, awaken something I think inside of us that because that's kind of my I mean, I always kind of liked the idea of being an entrepreneur, but I never really mm-hmm. did anything with it. But then once I had Ethan, it was like, I have to do this like I mm-hmm. have to go out on my own because I can't handle doing the regular nine to five grind anymore. Um, And I think too, it's like we want to set the example for our children that you can do anything if you want it bad enough, because I think, you know, I didn't really see that much growing up. And so Mm -hmm. it was like, okay, I want Ethan to know that he can do anything if he really wants it. And so I think for me, You know, I had a similar experience where it was like, okay, I'm a mom and I can't do this anymore. I have to make something else work. Very cool. So, can you just describe, like, for the listeners, what your business is that you're doing right now? Yeah, absolutely. So, for the last two years, and there's like all
1: kinds of little things in between there. So, I've been an entrepreneur for just over three years. Um, I've been coaching for four. So there was that one year overlap where right. I was still at my full-time job and um, And building up my coaching practice, right? So I've been coaching for four years. I've been on my own without my full-time job for the last three and this, the newest iteration um, of my business. And I say that with a smile because if you're an entrepreneur, you know that you are constantly evolving and therefore your business is constantly evolving. So I've been with the current iteration of my business, um, For about two years, it was the beginning of 2016 when I shifted my coaching practice to be really super specific um, to help moms in business. So I consider myself a business strategist for moms in business and mompreneurs, um, specifically who who want to make more money. So most of my clients are... Fairly new in business, the first you know three years of business or less, um, they have an idea of what they want, but it's not really working. They're not making the income, so they want to make the money. Um, they're heart-centered entrepreneurs, so they really want to make an impact. That's a big part of what they're up to, yet they also want to be with their families. That seems to be the three things that moms in business want, yet they struggle making all of those work. And so my goal as a business strategist is to help moms in business really get all of those and create a life in a business that she's obsessed with.
0: That's awesome. And that's, um, so the working with the moms, that's like the primary thing that you're doing right now is the business coaching, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, was it scary for you to make the shift and, you know, do that pivoting that you talked about? Because I know, like, for me, I've pivoted a lot over the last year, <laughs> uh, honestly, my whole life of, like, thinking of starting a business. And I know I'm scared every single time because it's like, oh, what are people going to think? You know, what did you have some of those same fears? Or was it you know, with your personality, you're just like, I'm going to go for it. Who cares what people think? Like I need to do this. Or did you have fear around that?
1: Gosh, this is such a good question, Diana, because in addition to my, um, My business coaching. I also just launched a career in real estate um, in the Bay Area. I'm in Northern California. And I'm kind of going through this transition of making it all work and understanding that, you know, I only have so much time and I have to be really diligent with that time. And it's very scary. And I remember feeling the same, that same kind of feeling coming up when I was shifting. Um, I was originally certified as a life and career coach so I do have my certification as a life and career coach um so you might think or the listeners might think you know this already but like okay well where does business come in well I would gotten my bachelor's degree in business administration and then went on to run a really successful company um in southern California for almost 10 years and so I got my degree uh, sorry my certification in life and career coaching and then when Things just weren't working. It was too broad, like going around saying like, I help people be happy. I help people live their best life. It's like great intentions, but you can't market yourself that way. It's too broad. And so a couple of really successful coachy friends and even mentors who I had hired were like, Danny, you love business. Like you're really good at business. You can take everything you have learned in coaching, but I think you from lots of people, they were like, I think you need to, we think you need to focus on business and the people you're most passionate about helping are moms. And so I had intuitively felt it, but I was scared. I was very scared to make the shift because I didn't know what it was going to look like. I'd actually started building up my life coaching practice. Um, and I knew that shifting, like it, it, the change was the pivot. I love that word. I think you may have got that from me, Probably. but the, you know the <laughs> the pivot because pivot sounds so much nicer than change, um, and so much like more gentle. But the pivot was scary. But I knew deep down that what was on the other side of that was going to be so rewarding and so much more in alignment and we often feel that with that tug on our heart where you know god or the universe is nudging us to go we're like no 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 but you say yes and you go and then you're so glad you went there so it was for it was scary for sure
0: so you said that you're also doing real estate that had to have been scary you know so you made one pivot to focus solely on moms and business and then now what three years later you're making another another pivot which actually I mean to me seems even bigger and probably way scarier did you feel that intensity as well or was it a little bit easier to cope with because you had already made a change once before previously
1: so really good questions and really good distinction there. So this one actually is bigger and I feel like it will actually have a bigger impact and also a bigger reward than just shifting my niche, right? right? Which was the, the first shift. Um, but because I've had practice and I'll talk about it a little bit more, but I started this community called the fearless mom tribe, and it's all about overcoming fear in your life and in your business. And the way that I'm able to teach that and preach that is by doing it in my own life. So this recent shift, this pivot, and it's not so much even a pivot, but an addition and now figuring out how to make all the pieces fit together. This was much bigger, but I feel like the way that I, I handled it and I, am handling it with much more ease. And something I've learned in my business, and you're doing an incredible job with this is really tapping into my intuition. And for me, it's God for other people, it's source energy or universe, but really getting quiet and noticing where I'm being led. And in my case, where God is leading me to go and spirituality has become a big part of my practice in business. And that hasn't always been the case. And you know, when you, when you're presented with an opportunity or you're feeling that big push to do something and it doesn't go away and it keeps showing up and it keeps showing up and it keeps showing up, chances are you should probably listen. And that was, you know, one of the, the decisions in me saying yes to adding real estate to my
0: profile or my portfolio if right, you will. Right, right. Yeah, I've it's like you saying that that you have to like eventually answer yes is because you know, I told you I'm reading this book, uh Light is the New Black, and I saw you had gotten it as a gift and I was like, "Oh my god, I need to read that book." Like just mm-hmm. the title itself um I was like, "Oh, that's totally my jam." And I've been reading it and in that book they talk about how the universe or god or you know whatever you believe is going to keep doing things to show you that like either you're not on the right path or you are on the right path or you need to answer the call and it just gets more and more intense until mm-hmm. you actually do it and i've been experiencing that i think myself and it's like okay like i get it like i need to but it's really really scary so being able to watch you in the fearless mom Tribe, actually live it and do it with such grace is inspiring and motivating. And just know that you're making an impact on people's lives
1: That means so much. Thank you.
0: <laughs> you're welcome. And so you said like you had you know mentors and other friends that were kind of in the industry that were helping you kind of figure out that you were going to make this shift in your niche and who you're helping was it that what prompted the change or was there something else inside of yourself or that was happening within your your coaching business that really made you say okay I need to make this change because this is the next step for me or did it just kind of happen over time
1: so I don't know if this is possible, but all of the above D all of the above. (laughs) So it started out, there was this intuitive nudge where I was like, Hmm. And it's, it didn't start out with wanting to shift from life coaching to business coaching. It was, I really want to work with moms. You know, at the time I had one daughter imposter syndrome was creeping up though. So I knew I wanted to work with moms, but I was like, you know, I only have one baby. My baby's not even a year old. Who am I? Who am I to coach other moms? What do I even know? Right. Mm. And so I knew that I was being called to work with moms, but I was scared and I was totally talking myself out of it. So I basically put that up and tabled that for a little while. Um, And then what started happening, which is important for the radiant entrepreneurs who are listening to notice the kinds of clients who are being drawn to you. So. Early on, it was a lot of people, it was a large range of people who were struggling with different things in their life, because I was a life coach. And then it started, I joined the local chamber of commerce, which by the way is a really great way to network um, in your local community and to position yourself as an expert. So I highly recommend that uh, if that's something you're considering. And because I joined the chamber, a lot of my clients were local business owners. So my coaching started in a naturally mm. shift from from life coaching to business coaching. And then I was feeling a little bit stuck. I was feeling like I was spinning my wheels. And so just in general, right, like we go through those phases, we're like, hmm, what am I doing? What do I want? What should I do next? And you know, I have a great uh, Rolodex of clients that uh, sorry, friends who are entrepreneurs that I can call. And then at any given time, I'm typically working with an incredible coach or a mentor who I am investing money in. Right yes business coaches have business coaches right <laughs> life coaches have life coaches um and so like all of the things that i had been intuitively feeling the natural shift that had been ta- that had taken place and i just wasn't paying a lot of attention to it was just like in my face <laughs> here's what you need to do. You'd be great at this, go for it. And so it was all the bits and pieces. And, um, ultimately I had paid, I had made the biggest investment in coaching with a certain, um, Mark and Shannon Granger. They're amazing. They, they're the founders of a program called big impact university. And it's not, it's not a small price. It was a hefty price tag. And so to pay coaches, you know, multiple thousands and thousands of dollars, (laughs) guess what, you listen, when they tell you to do something, you listen. And so again, it was what I was feeling, it was what was naturally happening. And then it was paying someone money and then saying, if you want to succeed, do this. And I was like, okay, and I did. (laughs) And it worked.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. That is like, (laughs) It's so easy to get advice and then not take it, you know, cause it's like, or, you know, you take it, but maybe you don't follow through all the way or, but like when you're investing, you know, cause friends and family, they all mm-hmm. have advice. They've got lots mm-hmm. of things they want to tell you how you should do things, how you should live your life, you know, everything they can tell you. But when you're paying someone and you're investing in your future, like you're going to listen to that advice because otherwise, why would you be paying the money in the first place? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You know, So I think that's good advice is that if you're going to invest in your future, you should actually listen to what the person is telling you because they probably know a thing or two. And if you're willing to put the money out there, you should be willing to take action based on what they tell you. Um, so that's good advice, too, about joining the Chamber of Commerce. I hadn't really thought about that. Um,
1: it's You know what? It's not for everybody. I want to say that. And what I've also learned, it was great for me. I got tons of clients <laughs> from it. Um, and the other thing with joining any kind of organization, I also learned this the hard way, is you have to make it work for you, meaning like you you pay the fees because there's fees for all the organizations for the most part, but then you have to show up. You right. have to go to the events. You have to participate. Um, and when we moved from Southern California to Northern California, I'm like, oh, I'm going to join the chamber. I got tons of clients at the last chamber and I was busy and I didn't make the chamber a priority. So it was a couple hundred bucks that I basically just threw out the window. Right, right. Um, but yeah, there's also like for you, what would be great uh, to look into is I apparently there are holistic chamber of commerce. Yeah. So there's like different ones. I didn't know this, but I learned that through, yeah, some of my entrepreneurial community. So check it out. That's interesting.
0: You know, something talking about business, I learned yesterday at an event that I went to are there's two additional corporation types that I had never heard of before. One's called like a B Corp. Like it's a benefit corporation. Uh And then there's a social purpose corporation. And they are taxed exactly the same as like an S corp or an LLC. If you choose to Mm -hmm. be taxed like an S corp, um, the only difference is it kind of gives you more clout or like a marketing platform because you're basically saying I, as a business have a social purpose. So it's almost like a marketing, um, I don't know what the word is that I'm looking for, but you know, like something to add to your marketing to say like, Hey, not only am I wanting to make a living, but I also want to do good by the world. And apparently the only difference between the two is a B Corp. You have to file some sort of paperwork um, showing what your actual, like what is the benefit that you're providing to, you know, the community or the um, world or whatever, but with the social one, you don't have to which I thought was really interesting. So I was like, yeah, oh, that's something I want to look into. Because if you, you know, I think being in like our type of industry and business, it's like, we really do have a social purpose. We want to change the world. We want to bring, you know, more like in my case, more light and love to the world. And it's like, huh, okay, maybe that's something I need to look into. But I just thought that was interesting
1: yeah. And like you said, so for marketing purposes, it's it's positioning. It's right. a way to position yourself and really set yourself apart. And people, you know, not everybody and not in all areas, but I mean, we're in California, you and I, you're in Southern California. I'm in Northern California. This is a very progressive state and people do care about that. People right. care about that kind of stuff. And it makes a difference in where they're going to
0: put their money, who they're going to invest their, you know, their dollar in. So, yeah. Right. Very cool. So as you know, I've told you this before, and I'm sure you've heard it on the other podcasts. Um, you know, the Radiant Entrepreneur, the whole purpose behind this is to not just talk about, you know, health and wellness and that sort of thing. But I want to highlight female entrepreneurs who I think are, you know, heart centered and conscious and really bringing that love and that light to the world. So I my question that I ask everyone is what does being conscious and heart centered mean to you and in your business?
1: I love this question. And I use these terms a lot. Um, heart centered, conscious, because those are the types of people I typically attract, which is the reason you and I attracted, right, um, to work together. And it's really having a heart for making a difference. Like above all else, it's the kind of person who you don't always have to know how you're going to do it, but you're committed that the world is going to be a better place as a result of you being here, as a result of you being on this planet, that you're going to leave it better. Um, and that's the first and foremost, right? So you've heard me talk about it before, but like you lead from service and you lead by wanting to be a value and wanting to be like, I have a deep desire to be a contribution. That's super general like i just i want to show up and i want to help and i want to serve and i want to know that my presence that my words that my actions that my decisions are making a difference are making a difference for the better and some other entrepreneurs like like unconscious unawakened right <laughs> um not so heart centered business owners the, the foundation of what they do, it's money. Right. Money is the bottom line. Money is the point of business. And I still, what I do, I need to make a living, right? And right, I love being able to get paid for what I do. But that always comes second to like, how can I show up as the best version of myself? How can I make a difference? How can I be a contribution? And it's just, it's kind of a natural thing where it's its a natural instinct and that's where you're led to go. That's how you know what to do next and what to say and where to go.
0: I like that. And so why is it important to you to be that kind of entrepreneur?
1: Because there's not enough of us. Um, I feel like we live in a dark, cynical world and I want to be the light, right? Like I think so many people are lost. So many people have lost hope and there's, maybe I could even go as far as saying there's reason to, and I get it, Um, but we're here for a reason and I really truly believe that every single person here has a mission and a lot of us, it might look like a very similar mission and that's okay. We're all going to carry it out a slightly different way, which is why we're here. Um, And it's important to me because I want to be that light. I want to be that hope for somebody. I want to give people courage. I want to let people know that what, you know, who they are, And what they say and what they do matters and that they can make a difference. And I do that by doing that first. I'm a big fan one of my things, especially in business and leadership and in life and being a mom is to lead by example. And I really get that if I do that, like if I just focus on how I can, you know, be the light. And it sounds so cliche, but it's so true and really give people hope and inspire people and open their eyes and their hearts to a new world of possibility Then I can teach them how to do that along the way. And then they get to go teach people and then you're teaching people and you're sharing this message. And it has this really powerful ripple effect. Um, and that's, you know, one of the things that heart centered entrepreneurship is all about is the impact,
0: the the footprint that you're leaving. Yeah, I totally agree. I love that. So if you could have the listeners walk away with like one core message related to you and your business, what would you, what would it be? And also, um, if you can tell the listeners how they can find you, um, but what would that message be that you would want the listeners to walk away with? Oh my gosh. I hope I don't cry.
1: So A big part of my work, quick backstory. So when I did in the beginning of 2016, um, and maybe someone's listening to this in like 2020. Hello, that would be so cool. (laughs) Uh, But that was, that was two years ago. And And I made the switch. I'm like, okay, moms in business, mompreneurs, like mom bosses around the world unite, right? I was so excited. And so what was the first thing I did? It was market research. I bet you could have guessed that because I'm all about reaching out to your target audience, tuning in to what they need, what they want, what are they struggling with. And I have to tell you, Diana, it made sense, but I was slightly appalled because I talked to over 200 moms um, in less than 12 months, I think it was like in 10 months. So I talked to a lot of moms. And um, when I asked them what they struggled with most when it came to starting a business, or for those who actually had a business, um, the question was, you know, what do you struggle with most when it comes to growing or building your business? Fear was the number one answer. And I was getting super angry. Like, what? Like, of course, that's it <laughs> stops all of us from doing everything. But like these women, every single like mom that I talked to was so magnificent. And fear is what's getting in between her and all of the people she's here to help. Like, screw this. This is not okay. So <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna start the Fearless Mom Circle like and it started with this monthly event where you know we we talk about overcoming fear and starting our businesses and doing all the things that mattered and then I was reluctant but it turned into the Fearless Mom Tribe I didn't want to build a Facebook community because then I was going to be responsible for leading a Facebook community but they all wanted it so I started it and it's amazing and you viewers are more than welcome are you listeners and viewers maybe at some point are more than welcome to join the Fearless Mom Tribe. Um, Diana is an OG. She's one of the original Fearless (laughs) Moms. Um, But so what I want to leave you with today is to remember when you're on your mission, when you're really living and working and loving and leading from a place of purpose, and if you really want to make the impact that you're here to make, you have to remember that it's not about you it's never about you and I'm not like moms are very selfless so don't get me wrong here but what happens is fear creeps up when we're worried about like oh well what are people gonna think of me am I gonna look dumb am I gonna make a mistake and all of that fear comes up the fear is present because we're super focused on ourselves right but the second you flip the switch and you stop making it about you, and you make it about the people who you are here to help, Mm -hmm. the fear is still there. But the level of purpose that you move forward with is so much greater than the fear, you can squash the fear with that one step that you take forward. Um, And the one thing that I want you to know that I really believe in my heart of all hearts to you beautiful listener, is that There is someone right now who is praying for you. You are the answer to someone's prayers. There is a person on this planet, very likely hundreds of people, maybe thousands of people who are on their knees praying for an answer, and you are the answer. And as long as you stay focused on you and how you look and what people think, those people who need your gift, who need your words, who need your medicine will not be able to find you. So remember that it's not about you. And I have to do this for myself every day. So don't think I'm I'm preaching. I'm preaching to the choir here. And Diana knows this. Um, But remember that it's not about you and whenever you start to feel the fear creep up, I want you to get a picture in your mind of someone who is praying for an answer and you know deep down that you are the answer and it is your mission to find that person and to find those people. Um, And that's what it looks like to be a heart-centered, conscious, radiant entrepreneur is to let that be the thing that guides you and the thing that leads you all of the time. And every time you slip into fear, if you come back to that remembrance, you'll step out of fear real quick and be able to move forward and, and fulfill on your purpose. The, the whole reason you're here on this
0: earth. Yes. This is why I work with Danny. Cause she's amazing. <laughs> I know every time I talk to you, I'm always like on an energetic high afterwards. So oh, thank um, you. I think your just authenticity just shines through everything that you say. Like, I don't think anyone could walk away after listening to this and not feel on fire and ready to take that leap or take that step. You know, whatever it looks like for them um, into their journey as an entrepreneur. So, thank you so much. How can the listeners find you?
1: Yes, yes. Okay, so. Join us. Join me and your host, our host, Diana, um, in the Fearless Mom Tribe on Facebook. We'd love to have you. And is it okay if I give them a free gift? Are we okay with
0: free gifts? Yeah, sure. Cool? Yeah? yeah. Okay, totally.
1: Cool. And for those of you who listen today, specifically um, moms in business, moms thinking about starting a business, um, if anything that I said today, resonated with you not just resonated but you feel a connection you're like i need to talk to this danny person um and that's not going to be for everybody because you know i get that like the message is going to strike different people and different phases of their life and their business but if this really um landed for you and hit home i'm more than happy to gift you a totally free fearless mom business breakthrough session um it's 50 minutes, me and you talking about your goals, not just for this year, we will talk about this year. Um, but also the next five years, the next 10 years, and then talking about what it looks like for you to get to where you ultimately want to go in your life and in your business. Um, and the best way to do that would be to first join the fearless mom tribe and then send me a private message and we'll get that scheduled. Awesome. And are you on Instagram? I am. Yep. My, um, is it called a handle? Is that what it's called? I don't even I- know anything. I-,
0: <laughs> I call it a handle, but I don't really know if I that's think what they that call it. it.
1: Well, my Instagram name or handle, it's just Danny <laughs> Kenny, um, D-A-N-I-K-E-N-N-E-Y. And I post lots of pictures of my kids and a couple selfies here and there.
0: <laughs> and I'd love for you to follow me. <laughs> awesome. Great. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I know, I mean, I know we've worked together for a year and a half, but I feel like I learned more about you and your journey, you know, getting to do this. So it was a lot of fun. So thank you so much for being here. And, um, I look forward to having you on as a guest host. Oh yeah. I'll be back sister. All right. Thanks everyone. (laughs) Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed that episode. I know I had a lot of fun recording it. Danny and I always have fun together. So it was really, really an easy episode. So if you liked what you were hearing, please go ahead and hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. It helps with our ratings and we always love to hear feedback from our fans. And if you are a radiant entrepreneur, please hit me up. Let's talk. Let's see if maybe this is the right fit for you um, to be on the show, either as an interviewee or a co-host, because we're always looking to do co-hosting topics too talking about anything from health, wellness, natural healing, um, business, you know, you name it, pretty much we can talk about it. Also, um, you can find me online. I'm on Instagram pretty regularly. Radiant H&M is my handle. And I also am on my website, obviously, um, trying to pick up the blogging, so a little bit more than I was. And that is www.radianthm. ANDM.com. Would love to have you there. And if you're a radiant entrepreneur or a female interested in becoming an entrepreneur, we would love to have you in the Facebook group. It's called the Radiant Entrepreneur Community. So please head on over there, join our group, get connected, and we will see you back here next week, actually, for episode number eight. March is a packed month. We've got three episodes next month. Um, I'm super excited because we have Devaney, Devani Freeman and shell pink. And then also our last interviewee for March is going to be Sarah Finns. So a lot of really cool stuff kind of coming up in March. This is kind of a special month for us because we have our guest, um, our special guest, which is Shell Pink, who is the founder of Spa Ritual. And she's also the pioneer of the Slow Beauty Movement. So you are not going to want to miss that. So I highly encourage you to subscribe so you will know as soon as those episodes have launched. All right, everyone, I hope you have a great day. And maybe it's night, wherever you are, I just hope it's awesome. And we will see you back here next time.